how can you maintain or sustain the attraction that you have to your current spouse or the person that you're in a relationship with? That is a great question. And that's exactly the one that we're going to answer on today's Ask Me Anything. Hey, my name is Kimberly Beam Holmes, and this is It Starts With Attraction, where we discuss how to become the most attractive that you can be physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually, or as us insiders call it, the pies. You can become more attractive to others and most importantly, to yourself. We will teach you how. Let's dive in. As you know, for the next several weeks, I'm going to be doing a different type of podcast. I'm going to be doing Ask Me Anythings, and you can submit your question. So be sure that you submit your question in the show notes. You'll find the link where you can go and do that. I'm going through your questions, loving reading the ones that you have, and so excited to pull them out and answer specific questions for the next several weeks. And today's question comes from Sheila, and she asks... How can I maintain or sustain the attraction that I have to my partner? Here is the bottom line of how attraction works. When we are first attracted to someone, it is very much like a magnet. Attraction is what leads us to want to move closer to another person. And attraction, as we know, because we're all insiders now, but attraction is all about physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual. But there's something else that happens at the beginning of a relationship after you're initially attracted to someone, you also begin to move closer. And as you move closer, you begin to know more about them. And the more you know about a person, the easier it is to love them. And there's a lot of things that go in line with this, but that's typically why at the beginning of our relationships, especially when we begin dating someone, we have these butterflies in our stomach. We tend to be highly attracted to them in every area at the beginning of a relationship because it's new. We have a ton of differences going on in our hormones, serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, all these things are just going off like fireworks in our body that's creating this feeling of very strong attraction, but also it can create this feeling of being madly in love, which is known as and called limerence in the social sciences. And when we feel like we are madly in love with someone, which again, tends to happen at that beginning point of a relationship, the first month to several years that a person or two people are in relationship with each other, then we tend to compare the rest of our relationship to what those first periods of the relationship were like. So I remember when Rob and I started dating, oh my goodness, he was just the sexiest thing in the world. I mean, he still is, but I'm going to be real with you. Like the feelings that I felt towards him at the beginning of our relationship, even now when I think back to them, it it's, it's just different. There were the butterflies. Every time I was around him, I was nervous. I was very attracted to him physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. In fact, other than the fact that I knew he was a pilot, which was just extremely sexy to me, it was the spiritual part of him that I loved. I just could not get enough of it. This was a man because of my beliefs and values just, he loved Jesus. He loved mission work. I loved all those things as well. And I just envisioned this life of us going and becoming missionaries and living happily ever after. So there was, the attraction was very high at first. 10 months later, we got married, we moved to Korea. And as I say to everyone, 
it was a living hell. The first year of marriage was so hard for us. The honeymoon phase that everyone had promised did not, did not exist for us because there was so much going on. We moved all the way around the world to a place where we didn't know the language. We didn't know anyone there. And it was very, very difficult. Looking back, I'm glad that our marriage went through it because I believe we are stronger now than we would have been if we had not experienced those really difficult times together. But I will tell you that there definitely became times in that first year of marriage, in our fifth year of marriage, even now in our 10th year of marriage, where we have to look at each other and realize that in order to stay attractive and attracted to each other is a choice. Because if we continue to just base our relationship off of how we felt at the beginning and what the attraction felt like at the beginning of the relationship, it can't compare. The way that those feelings occur in our body and the way that our hormones react to that is unmatchable for a sustained period of time. We're not meant to have those same feelings of quote unquote, chemistry or fireworks or butterflies in your stomach for the rest of your life because we would no longer be productive human beings. We have to get to a point and we need to get to a point in our relationships where that initial attraction becomes more common. The the strong spark of it begins to become more normal and starts to die off. But what is replaced with that is a strong, fulfilling, committed relationship which is what we want long-term. We want to know that the person we're with is going to be there for us no matter what happens, that we can depend on them, that we can trust them. Those are the things that we want. But in a way, you are not trading. You're not trading what you had at the beginning of the relationship for what you have now. It's evolving. It's going from those fireworks into that strong, steady, long-lasting fire. It's not just there to look pretty and provide entertainment, but it's there to actually give you warmth and nurturing. And that's what you want. That's what you need. That's what is going to give life to you. So when it comes to how to maintain or sustain the attraction that you have to your partner, number one is realize that the way you feel about the attraction is going to change. But that is why you choose to do what you can do to continue to stay attractive and stay attracted to your spouse. So personally, continue to work on becoming the best you can be. Always do that first. Work on being the best and feeling the best that you can physically for your age and situation in life. Be sure that you're continuing to grow your mind and become a fascinating person to talk to where you and your spouse can have conversations together that are amazing for each other, where you're asking him or her about their interests, they're reciprocating back. This is this is what leads to really having that best friend emotionally attractive. You want to continue to evoke emotions within your spouse or significant other that they enjoy feeling. This never stops being important. It is the most important part of attraction for long-term relationships. And spiritually, be a person who lives in line with your beliefs and values. All of those things make you a more attractive individual. And that's, of course, always where you need to start. But then the next part of this is you choose to stay attracted to your spouse or significant other. And you may be saying, but how can I choose that? It's a feeling. I can't control what I am or am not attracted to. That's true. Your feelings of attraction are going to be there. 
my husband and I have been attracted to other people that we have seen out in the world, people that we've known. But a rule that my husband and I have with each other is whenever we find, not just when we're in the grocery store and think another person is attractive and then walk past, but if there's someone in our life that we know that we are in a social setting with and we begin to feel an attraction towards that person, which has happened, we tell each other. That is our number one rule. And I know within me that if I ever began to start feeling like there is a relationship or friendship that I feel like I need to keep a secret or that I begin to wonder if I want my husband to see that text message that just came through, then I know exactly in that moment is exactly what I need to tell him. And he the same with me. That is a rule that we have kept from day one. This hasn't happened often, but it has happened a couple of times. And so we are just very open with each other and understanding that we don't necessarily control those feelings of attraction. We control what we do with them. We control the choices that we make with them. And so when I say choose to stay attracted to your spouse, that means choose to not look at alternative. That means to choose to not look or think about or entertain the idea of alternatives. Don't start looking at other men or looking at other women and thinking, if only my spouse would be more like that. If only she was the one I was with. If only he was the one that I had married. Because that is when you're going to start noticing a ton of negative things about your spouse, comparing your spouse to this other person who guarantee you has negative things. You just don't know what they are and you are going to end up in a bad spot. So instead, what to do is encourage your spouse or your significant other to work on their pies with you. I did an episode about that that you can go and find. It's linked to in the show notes as well of how to encourage others to work on their pies. So you can do that, but you can also Make a list of the things that you love about your spouse and significant other. Choose to focus on the ways that they have grown. Choose to focus on the positive things about them. This is a choice that you do have the ability to make. There's a phenomenon in psychology called the gain versus the gap. And what's amazing is that people typically want to look at what is missing in their life, with their partner, with their kids, what they wish their kids would do what they wish their spouse would do. And they focus on the gap. Here's what is missing. Here's what is lacking. And when you're stuck in that mindset, it is very difficult to move forward. And it's very difficult to move forward with excitement. Instead, what the psychological principle promotes is to focus on the gain. Instead of focusing on the gap that is there, focus on the gain that has occurred. Look back over the past 10, five, one year, and notice how have you changed? How has your spouse changed? In what ways have your kids made efforts to move forward? Specifically right now, we're talking about attraction. So I would encourage you to focus on in what ways over the past several years has your spouse become a more attractive person. Don't compare it to the butterflies in the stomach, but simply compare it to in what ways have they continued to grow their mind intellectually? In what ways have they really done a great job taking care of their body? In what ways have they began to become more emotionally attractive, more spiritually attractive? Don't focus on what's not there. Focus on what is there. And that will help you change your mindset. will help you to become more attractive Because you're working on your emotional attraction doing that by focusing on the good. 
but it will also help you stay and sustain the attraction that you have towards your spouse. I hope that this has been helpful to you. Remember to focus on the gain, not the gap. Remember that attraction starts with you. And remember, don't entertain alternatives. Commit to the relationship you're in and focus on cultivating and growing that and it will flourish. Can't wait to answer your questions next week. I'm loving this series. Remember to go and submit your questions in the show notes and don't forget to leave a review. This is the best gift that you could ever give me. It helps more people find the podcast to reach more people and give them the truth about how to become the most attractive they can be and not fall prey to all of the gimmicky stuff that is promoted out in society. So please leave a review. I would love to hear from you. Until next week, stay strong. Friends, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to go and subscribe to this podcast and leave an honest review. I love to hear from you guys. So be sure to go and do that. And it will also help more people find the podcast as well. You can always find out more information by going to itstartswithattraction.com for show notes, for updates, and to join the email list so that every Friday you can get an encouraging email that specifically tells you what you can do to work on your pies so that you can become the best that you can be physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. Until next week, keep working on your pies and stay strong.